Hello, and welcome to the Ground and Grow podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Estenson-Williams. I'm a Minnesota-based marriage and family therapist, yoga teacher, and I create mental health content to help you ground and grow. I hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's begin. Hello. Um, I know it's been a little bit since I've released a podcast episode. Uh, Last year was a little bit busy. As I've said before, I'm kind of trying to find my groove, my rhythm in... um, work and parented and balancing all of those things. So if you follow me over on Instagram, um, I did touch on how my episodes might not be released exactly every two weeks. I'm going to bring a little flexibility to that. Um, So sometimes it might be every couple weeks. Sometimes it might be a little bit farther in between. And we'll just see how that goes and see what frequency feels best or if a consistent frequency feels good or whatever. But um, I'm here now with a new episode in 2024. And in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about aging and some societal myths around aging. And this topic comes to me... um, With my own birthday, that was at the end of the year, I turned 33, which I know is not old. Um, It it almost feels silly to be like, oh, this topic came up um, with me turning 33. And I, I mainly say that because I used to think 33 would be old or mid 30s would be old or 30 would be old, right? When I was much younger, right? Like maybe in my early 20s or whatever, I thought, 30s was like you're a full-fledged adult and yes I'm a full-fledged adult but it um the age 30s 40s 50s 60s and whatever um I think each year I get older I view aging um in a different way I view each age in a different way and so I just wanted to chat on that a little bit and talk about some some myths that we hear in society that are maybe common myths to show up with my clients that we process together that I have some strong opinions on and want to challenge. Of course, there's a lot of societal myths around aging. Aging is kind of looked at as this like negative thing, this thing to be scared of, this thing to avoid or lie about our age or whatever. Um, I'm not going to address every single myth. I think it's it's clear that I probably don't believe in a lot of those. Um, But I'm going to talk about a few kind of big ones that show up in my world that I want to touch on a little bit more. So the first myth is that aging is this negative thing to be feared, right? So that's kind of this very big general theme. Um, but I think right in our society, it is looked at as, um, this thing that, that we shouldn't look forward to, that we should put off as much as possible or conceal as much as possible, right? Where everyone wants to look so much younger or is afraid to say their age or different pieces. And I don't think it's to say that you can't like do things that make you feel more confident, right? Like if you're someone who wants to dye your hair when it's turning gray or you like to get Botox or or whatever, like that's fine. Like do what feels good for you, Um, but make sure you're doing those things because it feels good for you, because it makes you feel 
more yourself. Um, and if you're like me and you're kind of like, you know what, I think gray hair would be kind of fun and I'm going to embrace it when that comes up. Um, or something that I've kind of more recently worked to, um, accept it and make peace with is like, oh, like wrinkles are going to start showing up. Um, my, my face is changing and maybe I'll have a little bit of wrinkles here and there. And I'm not too worried about that anymore. I, I think when that started showing up, I was like, oh, like what products can I get to um, minimize these wrinkles and make them go away? And I think just coming to this place of, yeah, I'm going to have wrinkles in in my life that show facial expressions that are common for me, right? A lot of mine are like, um, you know, I get I get little crow's feet or I'm getting a little, you know, smile lines or whatever, um, which just show that I have an expressive face sometimes and that's okay, right? So these different pieces that we maybe feel like are negative or something to avoid don't have to be feared. And I know we have to do a lot of internal challenging about like, why do I fear these things or what does it mean for me? Um, what ways do I want to challenge it? Because we don't have to challenge it in the same way someone else does. Um, someone who dyes their hair back to what their natural color used to be or, or something else. Um, it doesn't mean that they are embracing aging the wrong way, right? It just means that they're embracing aging in the way that works for them. And, you know, just as if someone else who's embracing their grace, right? It's it's all okay. Um Aging can be a lovely thing that we get to explore how we want to experience it. We get to kind of check in with what that looks like. And so my like challenge to this is aging can actually be really beautiful. It is something that shows our lived experience, um, that we kind of connect to our wisdom, right? Like I look at my life now and the way that I see the world compared to what it was 10 years ago when I was 23. Um, and like, wow, I'm so glad that I'm 33 and have all of the lived experiences that I've had and have grown in all of the ways that I've had. And I'm glad that I get to continue doing that. And that is a reflection of my aging. As we age, we have more lived experiences. We grow in our perspectives. All of these things are so lovely. And, um, we get to be excited about aging and it's okay to have feelings about aging because there might be some normal discomforts or things that show up with it, but it doesn't have to be this thing that we fear. And if we notice fears with it, maybe we can sit with those and explore those a little bit and see if we want to reframe or shift those in any way. So that's a lovely thing. Um, so that's my first myth to challenge. The next one is this myth, and I think this is probably the one that comes up most frequently for my clients and certainly has for myself as well, but this feeling that by a certain age I should have accomplished or have found success in certain ways. Um, and I think especially like millennials or folks around my age where we're like into our 30s, um, we might feel like we should be adults and have things figured out that we should like be on the career path that we want to be or feel successful in our career path. Maybe we should hit certain family milestones that we wanted to hit by this time. Maybe we should, uh, hit certain financial milestones or like, you know, build up our Roth IRAs or whatever. Um, 
And it's not to say that any of those things are bad to have goals around or feel connected to if they feel authentic to us, right? So for like, yeah, I'm super passionate about my career at this phase in my life and I want to, you know, focus on those goals and work towards those goals. Like, that's great. That's wonderful. Or maybe we're thinking, yeah, I want to like make um, healthy financial decisions now so that they support me later. Like, that's great. Like, it's all great um, if we're doing it in a way that feels authentic to us, that feels supportive to us, that's actually aligned with what we want. Those can be great things. So those might align with some societal milestones around certain ages, but it might not. Um, I had a really lovely discussion with a client yesterday who was noticing, like feeling this pressure about career goals, um, like that they should have by this age that actually didn't align with what they wanted at all. And I think that's such a nice thing to explore, right? If you're noticing some certain societal milestone, whether it be around career or finances or, um, family-related milestones or or whatever kind of milestones might show up. Maybe it's about home ownership or whatever. Um, if you're noticing those milestones and feeling pressure around them, but you're looking at them and you're like, it's not actually what I want. Um, maybe I don't actually want to own my home right now because I want to kind of travel around and not feel the limits and constraints of home ownership. Um, or maybe I don't want to have a yard that I want to maintain, so I don't want to get um, the, the typical home that has the yard or whatever, right? So if we notice that we're feeling pressure around goals that we don't actually want, I think it's a really good thing to challenge that. So I think aging gets tied up with a lot of different societal expectations. And so it's a nice opportunity for us to challenge those expectations altogether, right? To be like, are there things that I'm feeling pressure around um, that maybe I'm feeling increased pressure on based on the age that I am that maybe don't serve me? Um, And if that's showing up, if there's something that you're like, I'm not really sure if I want that or I'm not really feeling super connected to that, it's a great time to challenge it um, and and work towards figuring out like what, what life you do want to strive for, what things you do want to connect to and engage with. And likewise, um, maybe you're also noticing, hey, these are some goals that I do want to connect to, but maybe they're just not happening at this time. And I wanted them to maybe happen at this time, or maybe I feel pressure for them to happen at this time, but they're just not based on whatever reason, right? Um, That's where we can shift into like some healing points, right? If they, if we have grief or frustration or whatever difficult emotions around things maybe not panning out in the way that we thought they should or thought they would or hoped they would. Um, So we can hold space for healing around that and hold space for just being present with whatever feelings are there. Um, And we can also increase some flexibility in what that's going to look like. So it might mean that we connect to those goals at a different time frame. And that's okay. We get to live pretty long lives, most of us. Um, And I know, right, in in that, we can also hold space for like aging sometimes brings up fears around how long am I going to be around? And am I going to feel like I achieve these things when I want to or, or whatever, right? Like, I know there's something to be said with that. And I think sometimes we can ask ourselves, why? Why does it feel important that I achieve this goal by this time? And sometimes it is just because society tells us to do it. 
And if that's the case, then we can challenge it and we can say, I'm still going to work towards this goal and I might achieve it five or 10 years later than society thinks that I should. Okay, great. That's okay. Um, because there's no real, like, real big why and, and reason that a lot of these societal um, norms or narratives show up. It's really just about like what's feasible and what works for me. And then, yeah, we might also have to do some some grieving or holding space for things that maybe are panning out differently, that maybe our age is bringing awareness to that feels hard, um, but doesn't mean that like our existence and, and the things that we're doing are totally not worthwhile anymore, right? So we can hold space for the tough stuff while still creating space for the things that we are doing that we can connect to. So that's a big one, and there's a lot of layers to it, but that's kind of what shows up for me with that one initially. Um, and then this third one, I think it it brings us a lot of flexibility if we can work to challenge is this myth around like you are kind of going to be stuck in your own way um, at a certain age. And I think a lot of us might feel this um, thought process based on maybe other folks in our lives who are older than us, and maybe we have seen them not change in the ways that we maybe hoped that they would. Um, Maybe they kind of, yeah, are maybe struggling with something or dealing with something, and they never really work through it, and they kind of stay stuck with that. And so maybe we feel, oh gosh, by the time I'm in my 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 80s, 90s, whatever, um, I feel like that's just going to be who I'm going to be. And there's not room for healing or change or growth or whatever. And so as a therapist, I want to strongly challenge this one. Um, There is always room for growth and change and healing in the things that we want to bring in. doesn't mean we need to like change ourselves to be better or more worthy, but it does mean that like there might be times when we're struggling with something and maybe we feel like, I wish I would have had this figured out by the time I was this age. I think that's a common thought to show up for folks. Like, gosh, I'm this age and I'm still struggling with that anxiety or I'm still struggling with boundaries with my family or whatever. Am I always going to struggle with this? And so when that's showing up, it might just be an invitation to connect to that in a different way. If you haven't started therapy before, you can start it now. Um, I had a lot of clients who have started therapy in their later years of life and have come to so much healing and growth and change. And it's so beautiful and great that they get to connect to it then. Um, There's still a lot of pieces that are worthwhile in healing in your later years. Um, There's always time. There's always time to grow into whatever it is that you want to grow into. Again, you're allowed to feel some some grief, some tough feelings about not having done that work yet or not feeling confident in that work yet. You're allowed to feel some feelings around that. But it doesn't mean that you've done something wrong by not having it figured out by now. Um, in fact, if we can just maybe reframe it as like, life is all about change. Our whole lived experience is about kind of identifying what trajectory am I on and do I want to shift that? And I think if we normalize that that is a healthy thing for us to explore and sit with and have conversations with ourselves and, and our support systems about, then we give ourselves 
flexibility to actually grow and enjoy our lives a bit better. And if you're struggling with that for yourself, then just ask yourself, like, would I want my parent or someone in my life who might be older than me, um, would I want them to maybe be able to sit with the fact that they could grow and change and um, that they can heal some parts that they maybe haven't healed before? This might not be applicable to you, but I, I can say that um, for like every single client I've asked that for, it's a resounding like, yeah, I wish they had, I wish they would or, or have previously given themselves flexibility to know that they could do that. And so that's a great reminder that we get that flexibility too. We don't have to guilt ourselves for not perfecting it by now because we can't. We're human and we're just going to continue learning more things about ourselves, healing more things about ourselves and growing into new spaces. That's the beauty of it. And so I think that's really like the whole message. It's like there's a lot of beauty in aging. It's not something that we need to fear. It's not something that we have to like feel really guilty about societal expectations on. Um, It's not to say that those things don't still feel tough. So I want to be really clear that it's okay to have difficult emotions about aging, whether it be based on societal narratives, whether it be based on logistical fear things of like, I want to have these things set up for myself. Um, Or maybe it is some fears around mortality in different pieces. Like it's okay to feel all of those feelings and also create space for hey, there's beauty in this process for me too. There are things that I can ease into um, and grow into too. That can be a lovely thing. So I just wanted to name that um, for myself and for all you folks. So kind of a shorter topic episode, but I would love to know like if if there are some like lingering thoughts, questions, um, please reach out in, in all of the links in my uh, description. You can find my social media and all that stuff. Um, if if it's a topic that's resonating for you, like let's connect and, and I'd love to speak more on it in future posts or episodes or whatnot. So um, yeah, that will be it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If I referenced any links in this episode, you can find them below in the show notes. If you like the Ground and Grow podcast, I would greatly appreciate a rate and review from wherever you're listening so that others can find us too. If you'd like to be the first to know when new episodes are coming out, you can subscribe as well as follow me on Instagram at Kayla Estenson Wellness for all updates. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.